0: Welcome everybody to a special lightning round episode of the Hustle Sanctuary with Jules Lynch. Uh, we're the same height. We'll mm-hmm. start there, which is pretty incredible. Cause I thought Canadian people were short, and then he said uh, they're all giants. Yeah, we are. So some lumberjack people up here. All right. all right. So Jules has a company called Bandbox. He's mm-hmm. an artist producer. Mm-hmm. He develops talent. He finds funding. He writes grants. Mm-hmm. Essentially, he loves to help artists. Straight up. There we go. Yeah. All right. So. Um, nice plug. <laughs> hey man, there you go. Thank you for uh, thank you for taking the time out here. Nice We're nice at this top. little little event on the rooftop, right?
1: That's right, Samson. We. This Tiff, we excited. yeah, <laughs> man.
0: We still got some of that Tiff uh, Tiff vibe coming. What a, what a great city! I just want to start there. Yeah, yeah Toronto's, like, Toronto's like. dope. You know, what? this is only my like first real time in your city, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah, and this is what day three. Oh, you're
1: early, bro. You're early. You're <laughs> no, early I don't.
0: Early. I don't know shit yeah, yet, dude. Sick, that's that's <laughs> but but I, all I know is queens and kings and war. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We learned
1: from everything. Well, kind of. What you're recognizing is our city's built on a weird grid pattern. B- we, makes it know, easy to. Yeah, figure it out. But we have yeah. the one thing that uh, New Yorkers wish we had in space. You know what I'm saying? We're Canada. We have a lot of space up here.
0: Wait, that's good thing. It's a
1: great thing. But the thing is that you all of a sudden get real micro pockets building where everybody can, you know, uh, develop a scene but be really far away from another scene. Uh, You know, like, you see King, Queen, and then Velour. Yeah, you just named the first, probably, and then you gotta throw Dundas, and College, and then there's your downtown core. But that's yeah. actually one part of our city, you know? And that just keeps going and it keeps going up and you go way past the 401 and you go past, you know, Finch and Steals, your new cities. And yet, you know, that's why you get Scarberia, You get the 905 Mississauga run. That's why you get, you know, people repping from all corners. They're pretty far.
0: So tell us about how you, you know, first got into wanting to do the grant writing, the artist development right, mm-hmm. thing that you do.
1: That's a good thing. That's a good yeah. question. I don't know if anybody wants to just start, you know, when they're a musician in a career, to be like, I'm going to help someone else do this, right? Right. In fact, my, my dream really didn't stem from just, you know, uh, uh, I guess it was much simpler earlier on. All I want to do is make music. Mm. But then what does that mean to people? And what does that mean to, you know, uh, more than just, yeah, okay, so if you bang out a guitar and you bang out some good records, what does it mean when someone buys it? What does it mean when someone wants to see you at a show and then... I started playing in bands and seeing the impact. And then I got, you know, uh, an opportunity to work for this law firm. It's called Entertainment Business Affairs. Uh, and they, 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 when I was 21, I, that was my bottom run there. I was like teaching guitar for 50 bucks a week. And I was like, okay, trying to string together different bands. Didn't be like, yo, guys, we'll do a show in three months. Hopefully we'll pay the rent. Like, <laughs> Shit was just not really like cracking because had all these ideas, but the idea is you need a team, you need people, mm, and so I learned early on that yeah. I wasn't going to do this without infrastructure, you know, so mm. if I was going to do, uh, at that point, I was ready for any opportunity, Yeah. Uh, I walked into Loblaws or some grocery store, and I asked them for a job, and three days back, three days after I asked for that job, I got an internship, and I was like, I'm going to take that's this, great. So obviously, I'm fucking, you know, I need to try it out, and because I was at that point where anything mattered, I think that's what put me beyond my ego. When I- if I was 18 doing that shit, there's no Would've way- Would've done it. No way. Uh, I mean, was a couple years later, I was 21, I started this job, um there was only four people I was the fourth person hired on I was the wow. first employee you know wow. and then, uh, two years later there was 30 people and I was like oh shit this just grew and <laughs> two years later it was huge and we even involved some of the biggest projects in the world and, I mean I personally have been able to bring and elevate the company through my ground root connections and the all of some new found infrastructure can we, support
0: can we talk more micro like tell us about a project that, that that's a standout project for you while, well, while, during defining that era point, yeah. the defining point yeah. I guess
1: I know, is this is the best part of being young and naive and learning right is yeah. that uh, um, I have a real good buddy uh, of mine, my best friend Rainer, and I. We've been making music forever, and uh, you know, shout out to Rainer and Graham. Hope y'all listening.
0: Shout out, <laughs>
1: shout out. <laughs> and uh, it was uh, it was a it was a buddy of ours, um, really random ass connection, where we I got a phone call at four in the morning. To say, yo, you gotta meet these kids from Scarborough. Wow. These three 18 year olds. And I was like, oh shit, I gotta go down. But hell no, go fuck yourself, you know. <laughs> stuff, yeah. Which is like four in the morning. Yeah. Next week, I just said, fuck it, let's go party. And I met these kids. And they didn't even, I did not even know if these kids made music. I don't know if they were painting. I don't know if they were filmmakers. I don't know what it was. But they were running around. They had cameras. They were like jumping on cars. They were like throwing on. J- I was just losing it. I was like, who are these kids? They're like, enigma of energy. And then eventually, they're like, yo, we're gonna be the biggest in the world. And I was like, sure. Well, <laughs> 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 Real shit. <laughs> I was like, holy fuck. And then uh, his name is Abel. And it turned out to be the weekend. Wow. And this at this point he called himself The Noise. A young, young dude, 18. Uh, they just moved down to Toronto, King and Dufferin. Uh, that's where they're at. Crazy. So I was just these young people. You so
0: you're saying that weekend was one of uh uh three. Well, uh, they, were, uh, oh, they were
1: boys. They're still boys, you know, they call them XO now, right? You know, the crew, yeah, yes, the squad has always been, but the weekend came as an evolution, right? And right. with, with shout outs to Jeremy Rose and Zodiac, aka Zodiac. He's the one who initially with him, him and him. Able they were the Able and him and were, the, and were the original weekend, and then of course wow. you know things moved on. My boy Rainer and best friend, ended up producing the other half of House of Balloons. I think you always treat everybody you meet, everybody you meet with a, a sense of sincerity, in mm. a sense of respect. And the other side of it is that I think people, when they get into this business, they get a little twisted with how they want to be perceived you know but what's most important and i think what i've learned from these guys is to be true to yourselves you know and absolutely know who you are without any doubt you know do not need uh ears you know breaking who you are because these people had a nucleus they knew this and regardless of this Dip, whatever you call it. like yeah. what had happened was you took a bunch of kids who loved making music and just wanted to make music into a career artist who was internationally touring mm. who needed who didn't have artist development you know there was no artist development deal for the weekend who did this this is him mm. he's he put himself through this stuff this is why you can never take credit for anything else because this kid is like he's in it he's a genius you know
0: tell us in your opinion what blocks people from reaching their goals in life and what advice do you mm. do you have for them?
1: Make mistakes. I think it's the number one thing. People are. You need, to make, you need to make mistakes. Yeah. I think this is the best lesson I've ever learned: is that as you get older, it starts to suck when you're right. And I'm telling me if I'm wrong about that. Tell me that Wait. the moment you start calling out bullshit, and as you get older, and you start knowing how things work, that it doesn't piss you off that you were right about it. That the moment you see something, you realize it's something wrong and fishy, and you go, something. I know there's a problem here, and the problem envelops. Yeah. And you go... I was right. How fun is it being right now? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you might have dodged a bullet. You might have done this. This is important to be to trust your instincts. But your life is not about being right. I think that's the thing: is you don't need to be perceived the one and only time. You need to be doing it.
0: Now, what do you think about people... You talked about team earlier, right? You don't want to do it alone. And I think 100%. that there's some strange sort of semblance of serendipity, you know, that, that plays a role, I think, in, in teams coming together. Have you, have you noticed that?
1: Unbelievably so. 100%.
0: Can you can you tell us about your take on that um, and what that means to you? 100%. Yeah. I think about like
1: this. A lot of friends of mine who always wanted to be involved in music, and I said to this one, once, I'm like, do you like music? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, what's your favorite thing about it? And like, love listening to it. I'm like, great. We need more fans. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying yeah. like remember why we're doing this right is yeah. for the first step and so growing the team is to be honest with your team right, right. the next thing is it doesn't matter if you can do everything you cannot be on the stage while you're collecting your money at the same time and the right. right. there's a physical impossibility <laughs> at some point in time you can't be in the same place at once it just breaks right. it down you can doesn't mean you don't have people you're hiring to do all these things, right? You understand this is why a team can be understood in different ways. You have partners, you can have employees, you can have mentors, you can have people who are your boss. There's a different way to understand, but you can't do it alone. And even the fans are like that, you know? Meaning, you can. You can I can sit at home right now and make my own records and release it, but if I don't have a team of fans, people i will look at as my team they're going Yo, i love this i'm down let's buy it and sell it and share it and nothing like, happens so everything in music or in art or any sort of is based on interactivity so how do you get there and you get a fucking team <laughs> <At> <laughs> art some point.
0: art is connection is yes, it yeah i
1: so if you have so any it doesn't yeah yeah so we're just making in our basement for way too long you know what i mean Cool. <laughs> exactly,
0: no, exactly. Too man. much
1: wasted talent. <laughs>
0: Wait, tell us before you got into the music thing, like mm. what, what were you doing? What were you? What, yeah. <laughs> I was in Here, a band,
1: man. you in a band. I was in high school, and I remember this is the best part. Was I? I really thought I was gonna go into like sciences, and yeah, Even yep. While I was in the band, I was going to school, and smart thing, I should always have this the all that. And I went to some some was some science trip. We went over. We went and did this summer school. Went to Costa Rica for a month. And I'm like, that shit is wild as fuck. And I'm like, all right, what a great experience. What do I remember about this? I went to the one place in the world that I probably learned the most about biology. So if I wanted to be a biologist, Times now is the time to figure that out, right? Yeah. Like, you don't get that opportunity a lot. And then eventually I realized, I'm like, okay, what do I really fucking need out of this trip? Well, mm-hmm. I need good friends. I needed, you know, some just straight up new new experiences. And the only thing I really remembered was playing music whether it be jamming on the beach with like the 30-odd people we were with or fleeing at night just singing to a bunch of girls or just hanging out and just writing songs in my bedroom and realizing that, I, I whoa, everything else I'd learned crammed in my head in this much meant nothing. Wow. You know? And I was like, yeah. okay, it didn't matter at that point because I tried a bunch of shit, you know? I figured it out. It was in the sense of like I knew it was it was time for me to figure out what not to do, you know? Right. Until it I always knew that I was like, all right, I'm going to be doing this. But when someone paid me,
0: Actually, then it was over. He <laughs>
1: <over. It> was, <laughs> was like, "Hey, Jules, you did a good job. You brought all your friends out to party." and uh, here's a bunch of money and did you have fun playing music tonight because that's how it felt <laughs> <It's> a, yeah <laughs> I was like oh my god <laughs> so,
0: so if you had to say if you had to articulate what guides you what what motivates you to, to push for change, this for
1: sure man change, I mean, change
0: motivates but, you but, but to push this I'm not for
1: seeing like change like everything needs to change I'm seeing change happening and it motivates me that like, because you always gotta reinvent yourself every day and we have a very physical change that we've seen we've gone from this physical to digital and you probably know this A few days at Interscope you know that some of the old guys are going yeah oh, yeah do? of course you know, no one's fault. We're all figuring this shit out, but yeah. I'm I'm born in this now, you know. Mm. I was twelve when Napster came up. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, well, I bought CDs for two years, maybe, you know, my Blink182, you know, <laughs> my green days to the was G and but like I remember this days as as an important part of my life was to buy music, go and you know, get H and The Napster showed up and I was like, Well now this is the new thing, you know, and yeah. it didn't take me long to one, never leave my house and download any album. <laughs> so I became part of the problem and then I realized when I went to school, I went to school, uh, which I totally would suggest to anybody. School doesn't have to be an education you pay for. It could be an education that you end up uh, uh, just dedicating it could be whether following, go to a studio that you really like down your road and just sweep all their floors until they take you in. You know, go go find and look up in your you know your directories That's at real. home That's and real. go find the people that are successful in your neighborhood, the people you might know, and go and pick up their coffee, pick up their laundry, be a free intern, do what you gotta do, mm. and learn from people and learn from you. I don't don't say that the books aren't are great. Books are amazing, but I had learned more analytical things in the music industry by the time I was eighteen or I'd say about 2021 20, that I, I, I flipped over. I was mm. spending too much time going, well, this is the theoretical side of why it would work instead of just doing it. Yeah. So that's no. my real shit. Don't make mistakes or don't be afraid to make mistakes. No, make mistakes. Make as <laughs> many as you fucking can because they'll become part of who you are, you know? Yeah. know. Also, you'll never, based on that, just that theory alone, you'll never ever, you know, you know be afraid... A- to create something new, if you're not afraid to make something dumb.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> no, absolutely. One of my favorite quotes is um, uh, While one person hesitates because they feel inferior, another is busy making mistakes, becoming superior. Oof, classic. That's good, right? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. people just sit on the sidelines, like, I don't know.
1: What is that Tony Robbins line? Says, what does it say? It says, um, When people <laughs> um, succeed, they party, but when people fail, they ponder.
0: Oh, that's great. Ooh, I that just found line? out today. Mm shit blew my mind mm. Howard Schultz the founder of Starbucks right. was rejected by 342 private banks to get his first Starbucks loan that's <laughs> that is crazy it. that's, dude. You know it's real though because no one wants to go with the <laughs> who would yeah? stick around for 342 well, I mean that's you incredible you gotta
1: think of it this way it's like what do you think the guy felt like when he discovered that the world wasn't flat you know? what? How hard was it for him to tell his family, his friends, his neighbors, his teachers, everybody that they were wrong and they've always been wrong and it's actually not their fault but it, yeah. this is the new world. How hard was it for that guy? Starbucks can go to three hundred and forty-two different banks and it's fine because they will be about three hundred and forty-three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but this guy had to go to everybody. You know, that's right. You know that's right. Saying? That's so right. You always got to think of that. There's people ahead that have, have have shown us an example of what what perseverance can do.
0: What perseverance can do, and baby. I think the that's best it. thing
1: about music, and all of us forget about the humans behind it, you yeah. know, because we just immortalize all of our arts and all of our heroes. But yeah. the reason I think that we can see real music is you talked about earlier the idea of having something that. It's just that so you can't necessarily buy or manufacture. No. It's because your purpose, that you're in line with your music, whatever that is, whatever, God bless you, this is who you are. This is it. This is what you want to do. You're going to find a way to make it happen. Because 342 different people tell you that it's not going to change that. You might evolve. You might become better. You might get stronger. You might become get higher notes. You might do this. You might do whatever. But it's only there to make it better. It's only there to progress your own story.
0: And since we talked about early Abel the weekend, that was interesting. Is there anything, you know, were you around for early Drake? I mean, as, as the Drake thing was happening?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was in Toronto. Everybody was. Did, did people was... sleep
0: on Drake? Oh, yes. They, they did. Oh, okay, my can, God, yes. Can you tell us about that? Dude, Toronto was the <laughs>
1: last place to fall in love with Wow, for sure. As far as I was concerned, because I had because he cousins. was doing
0: local shows, right? He had been. Oh man, been. the
1: first time I saw uh, saw Drake was huh. two thousand and seven. Wow. All right, and it was at the Harborfront Center, and it was. What's the, the
0: capacity there? Like a hundred people? No, <laughs> like,
1: it was a convention center. Okay, there, so it right, was okay. Probably, right. What, no, that was their their, their little uh, audio uh, chamber. Oh, four hundred people probably. Okay, but okay. Okay. it was for the hit from Canadian hip hop. Okay. Summit or something, yeah, 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 yeah. one of the, the associations of the time. Yeah. And he performed, and he performed second, and I'll never forget this because, like, I, I was stung by this cat. I was like, what the hell just mm. happened? He, his, he started rapping in his first record, and his microphone started getting jutty, and then I think his CD was skipping? Mm-hmm. So he just said, I, I gotta... He told the DJ to cut, cut the record, and I was like, whoa, mid-song, like, you're just, okay. And he ends up just sitting down, and he invites some young kid on stage, and he just, like, sits him down and serenades this kid for the next two records. And we're all like, yo, that was cool. Fuck, like hard body, good on you. Like, it wasn't like, oh. it was like, well, that's, you just watch a guy bomb, but not bomb. You know, a wow. guy who had the worst thing happen to him, which is like, I'm playing off a CD right now, That's which sucks. skipping. And yeah. it starts skipping, <laughs> yeah. that sucks even more. Wow. And you are like, okay, but he, did not, he didn't lose a smile, he didn't lose nothing. So nobody, I remember, I don't remember anybody going up to him afterwards, because obviously it was like, not the standout performance of the night. But I went up to him and I was like, dude, you have balls. And that was it. That's that I was said. it. He said thank you. Yeah, was and he was smiling. He shook <laughs> in, And I was like, Great. And of course, and you know, as I'm in Toronto. I know all these people who helped this and helped that have done wow. this. You hear the story fill in, but I'll never forget that moment because that was my test to be like, Yo, that is just going to do something or whatever. I had no idea. <laughs> I was, what, 18? You know? Wow. I was like, Well, but I did know. I was like, That was hard. So, it was pretty cool.
0: That was ballsy? Nice, man. That's,
1: there's, there's, there's so many stories in Toronto about this. I guarantee there will be a documentary called I Know Drake coming out soon. And I swear to God, every, the Six Degrees of Drake will be falling as a Six sequel. Everybody's gonna Drake. know about it because it's insane. I've, you'll meet, you come to this city, you stay here for two months, you'll meet a connection. And there you go, man.
0: Jules made good on his promise to talk mad shit. shit. <laughs> Let's you close better. it out. Let's close it out with your favorite quote.
1: Okay, uh, I'll see this from Tony Bennett in that Amy Winehouse documentary because I just recently watched it, so it's in my head. Perfect. I love it. It's, uh, life teaches you how to live if you only live long enough.
0: That's fucking great. Valuable
1: to all my humans who want to make in the music industry. Thank Shout you. outs, be healthy, be safe, keep your bodies, their temples, and much, um, survive and make great art and change the world. Much love, Jules.
0: Thank you, my man.